Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that everybody's having a great Wednesday. We are halfway through the week, getting ready for the weekend. I know a lot of people are going to be traveling for Thanksgiving next week, and I hope that everybody stays safe. We've got a lot to cover on the show, including tonight is the NBA draft. We got some college football we're going to preview this weekend, and we're going to talk about NFL injuries. But first off, when I do these Wednesday shows, as many of you know, I've gone down to three days. I've gone down to three shows per week. I love sports. I love talking about sports. I'm a lifelong sports fan. I was a broadcasting major in college, and it has always been a dream of mine to do a podcast. So take it for what you like. I've had guests on my show. I've had people that have believed in me. I've had people that have helped me in the production area of the podcast. And I just want to thank them tremendously. And this show could take off anytime. I know that we can get a show going. I would like to have some guests on again, but I hope that you enjoy my podcast. First off, you got the NBA season that's going to start December 22nd. It's going to be a 72-game season, which is also going to include a play-in game for the playoffs, which will start in May. They want to try to spread this out as much as possible just in case there are COVID outbreaks. But we will have basketball December 22nd, which means we will have games on Christmas, which means tonight is a very important night in the NBA because it is the NBA draft. It is the moment of truth for teams. The Minnesota Timberwolves are on the clock. And if you look back at the history of some of the NBA drafts, there's been some outstanding superstars selected. There's been players that have been injury prone that were supposed to be superstars. And then there were players that just didn't pan out. Really not the guy. It could be a Jabari Parker that averages 19 points a game, but he's not really a dude. You know, the dude that actually takes over in the fourth quarter. It could be when the Milwaukee Bucks drafted Glenn Robinson in 1994, and he was great. He just wasn't Grant Hill. Grant Hill was a Hall of Fame player that had transcendent talent. And that's how the Dallas Mavericks, when they drafted Trey Young, and then they traded the third pick for the fifth pick for the Hawks, and the Hawks ended up getting Trey Young, and the Mavericks ended up getting Luka Doncic. That, the jury's still out on that one. Doncic is one of the best players in the NBA, but Trey Young fits what the Hawks want to do. Averages 23 points a game. He is just a scoring machine. If you want to look back at last year's draft, it was a no-brainer. The Pelicans drafted Zion Williamson, and he is a superstar. He could be the next LeBron James in this league. John Morant could be one of the best point guards. He was drafted number two by the Memphis Grizzlies. The jury's still out on R.J. Barrett. The Knicks drafted him three, and he is a scorer, and that could be his game. He could be another Steve Francis or Stephon Marbury, somebody that's a good scorer, but we're not sure if he can carry a team and become a leader of men. Of course, the Miami Heat, last year with the 13th overall pick, a steal in the draft, getting Tyler Hero, who was a great player in the NBA Finals, was scoring at will and leading the Heat in some of those games. 
but they fell short to the Lakers. The Minnesota Timberwolves are on the clock. They have the number one pick in the NBA draft. They've been here before. They drafted Carl Anthony Towns a couple of years ago, and they also had Andrew Wiggins, but that pick was selected by the Cavaliers, and the Cavaliers traded Wiggins to the Timberwolves for Kevin Love. Now the Timberwolves are on the clock, and who should they get? If you look at their team, they have Carl Anthony Towns, they have D'Angelo Russell. This team that did make the playoffs, they broke that playoff streak. They finally made the playoffs because they had a great team with Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, and Jeff Teague. Well, Jeff Teague's no longer there. Jimmy Butler is now with the Heat. So there's talks that they're going to draft point guard LaMelo Ball, which LaMelo Ball is actually projected to be better than his brother Lonzo Ball. And in this day and age, in this league, you want a good point guard. You want somebody that can be the floor general. Somebody like Damian Lillard that nobody ever talks about. And he is an all-star and he could drop 50, but he could also lead a team. If you look at Chris Paul, he has been the ideal point guard, a pass first point guard, but can score if he needs to. He could take over a game in the fourth quarter. I actually think, and that was a great move, by the way, the, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder traded Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. That's going to be a scary team. Look out for the Phoenix Suns next year with Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. Wow. All right, back to the Timberwolves. They have the number one pick. They're not going to get center James Wiseman because they already have Carl Anthony Towns. Are they going to pick LaMelo Ball or Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards is going to be a scorer in this league. If you look at him in college, he led the Georgia Bulldogs. He was the only player on that team, and the Bulldogs had some great games. They took on Memphis. They defeated Auburn. They had such a great season, but of course, we will never know with that college basketball season what could have been because the entire season was canceled due to COVID. One thing about this year's draft, there is not any sure superstars. There's just good players. You look at the role players. So I'm looking at the latest 2020 NBA mock draft. This was put out a couple of days ago by Bleacher Report. So the Minnesota Timberwolves, they have Anthony Edwards going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's some questions about LaMelo Ball. Edwards would be a perfect fit for the Timberwolves. He is got great size, special creation, shot-making skills. I think that D'Angelo Russell would play better with Anthony Edwards. All right, so the Golden State Warriors, they have them selecting James Wiseman. And of course, they're not going to take LaMelo Ball because they already have Steph Curry. They need some size. They need a rim protector. There's talks that they could trade down because they would like to get multiple picks. They would like to get maybe a, a role player to complement their big three that will be back and will be healthy. They still have Andrew Wiggins that could be trade bait, but you're going to get a healthy Klay Thompson, a healthy Steph Curry, and a healthy Draymond Green. The Warriors will be back in the playoffs, and I honestly think they could be title favorites in 2021. One thing about James Wiseman is he is a rim protector. He does have a post game. He could develop into a superstar. And the Warriors are one of those teams that does a very good job developing players. If there's any consolation about last season, it seemed like it was a disaster for the Warriors after going to the NBA Finals for five straight seasons. And then last year happened with Steph hurt most of the year. Draymond Green was hurt. You had Klay Thompson hurt. But you also had Kevon Looney. You also had Marquise Chris. You had some players that they did a pretty good job developing. And I think that James Wiseman could be that player. They have the Charlotte Hornets projected to pick LaMelo Ball 
third. He is a point guard like his brother. He would be disappointed. He thinks he's going to go number one. But if you look at what the Charlotte Hornets are trying to do, trying to transform an identity after losing Kemba Walker, but they have Devontae Graham and PJ Washington. They are a team that is trying to rebuild and they have missed on some players. They drafted Michael Kidd Gilchrist a couple years ago and they've also missed on Malik Monk. What were they thinking with that pick? So the Charlotte Hornets, you know, Michael Jordan is the owner. He's whiffed on some picks. When they were the Bobcats, they drafted Adam Morrison a couple years ago, and that could have been one of the worst picks in Bobcats slash Hornets history. Remember, the Charlotte Bobcats were an expansion team in 2005, and they later changed their name to the Charlotte Hornets. Well, the Chicago Bulls looks like they could pick the talented small forward from Maccabee Tel Aviv, his Israeli team, and that would be Denji Avadia, and that's a possibility we don't know about international players, but Denji Avadia could be what the Bulls want to do, especially since they have Zach Levine, Laurie Markadin, and Colby White. He could be one of those players, got the physical tools and the versatility, and he could fit what the Chicago Bulls want to do. At number five, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have Bleacher Report has got the Cavaliers selecting Obi Toppin, the talented power forward slash center from the University of Dayton. Now, some people think that Obi Toppin could be the steal of this draft. That would be great news for the Cavaliers who have missed on some picks. They have missed on Anthony Bennett when they selected him, but they have done a pretty good job with obviously LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and when they selected Andrew Wiggins. The Cavaliers have had a lot of luck getting top picks. All right, so the Atlanta Hawks, they have them selecting Oneka Owangu, the center from USC. And one thing that the Hawks, they want to try to trade up possibly because they want to get another score to go alongside with Trey Young. But with the Hawks acquiring Clint Capella, they really could use some more rim protecting skills in the front of the basket. They have Dwayne Dedman, John Collins. Hopefully he will be back for a full season. And the Atlanta Hawks are one of my favorite teams to make the playoffs because I feel that John Collins will play for a full season. And if you look back at the 2017 NBA draft, John Collins was selected 16th overall. If you look back at the 2017 NBA draft, John Collins was a steal. He was selected 19th overall. That was a great draft in the later first round. John Collins averages 16 points a game, 8.8 rebounds a game. He is going to be an all-star for the Hawks. If you look down in that draft, Kyle Kuzma was selected by Brooklyn, 27th overall, and he's been a very good player for the Lakers. The draft has always been hit or miss. In that draft, Markel Fultz was drafted number one overall. You look at the 2018 draft, DeAndre Ayton was drafted first overall, and he's had a pretty good season. Marvin Bagley III, drafted by the Kings. The jury's still out on him. He's always injured. But of course, Luka Doncic was a steal, getting selected third overall, one of the best players in the NBA. But it's hit or miss with the draft, because with the Mavericks getting Trey Young and then trading him to the Hawks, you go down to the sixth pick, the Orlando Magic drafted Mohamed Bamba, who has been a bust so far. And I know a thing or two about busts. I remember in 1998 when the Clippers drafted Michael Oloa Candy. I remember in 2005 when the Hawks drafted Marvin Williams over Chris Paul. The Hawks drafted him second. And although Marvin Williams has been a decent player, he's not Chris Paul. 
All right, at number seven, they got the Detroit Pistons selecting Tyrese Halliburton, the point guard out of Iowa State. It would be the second point guard off the board. The Pistons, who actually have Derrick Rose, and they're trying to get back into the playoffs. They need one of those electric point guards. And I'm only going to do eight picks. So the New York Knicks, who have had bad luck with picks, but they did select R.J. Barrett last year, a decent player. Bleacher Report has got the Knicks selecting Devin Vassell, the shooting guard slash small forward, the swing man, from Florida State. So that's just the first eight picks in Bleacher Report's mock NBA draft, which will be held tonight. I cannot wait. I want to see what type of player the Atlanta Hawks could get, or could they possibly trade up? That could be something that they could do to try to take themselves to the next level. As I said before, Chris Paul is now on the Phoenix Suns. This makes the Phoenix Suns a playoff team. You remember, they had that hot streak in the bubble trying to get into the playoffs. Devin Booker, one of those players that has dropped 50 in a game. He is a scorer. Chris Paul and Devin Booker together could be the most talented backcourt in the NBA. Chris Paul has shown that he could still play after leading the Oklahoma City Thunder to the playoffs last year. I can't believe that the Houston Rockets traded him for Russell Westbrook, who now wants out of town. So good luck with that. I don't think the Rockets make the playoffs this year. That's just my opinion. James Harden and Russell Westbrook won out. It looks like they want to go to the East. Hmm, I wonder why. LeBron's in the West. I just love basketball. I love the NBA. I love college basketball. I'm one of those NBA fans. I grew up a Golden State Warriors fan. And then in 1997, right after I graduated high school, we moved to Sacramento and I became a Sacramento Kings fan. And call it a coincidence or not, but their big run making the playoffs and becoming a very exciting team in the NBA, the greatest show on court with Chris Webber, Vladi Divac, Peja Stojakovic, Doug Christie, and Mike Bibby. Probably the greatest starting five to never win a title. I was living in Sacramento from 1997 to 2005. Oddly enough, that was the Kings playoff run. And then when I moved to Memphis in 2005, I went to some Grizzlies games. I rooted for them a little bit. And then, of course, I rooted back for the Warriors in 2007 with the whole We Believe. It was very exciting to see the Warriors back in the playoffs in 2007. Oddly enough, 2006 was the last time that the Sacramento Kings made the playoffs. And then in 2006, when I moved to Atlanta, I went to my first Hawks game and I started catching on. They made the playoffs in 2008 and they had a 10-year run of making the playoffs and they've had different players come and go but they've always had that core of Joe Johnson, Al Hortford, Mike Bibby, Josh Smith. Of course later they added Paul Millsap, DeAndre Carroll, Kyle Korver, Jeff Teague. A good Hawks team led by good pretty decent coaches. Mike Woodson, Larry Drew, Mike Budenholzer, and now Lloyd Pierce. So maybe the Hawks, who haven't made the who haven't been in the playoffs in three years, maybe the Hawks can get back to the playoffs again and become exciting in the city in the ATL. We've got some big college football games this weekend. There is none bigger than Ohio State and Indiana. Is Indiana a true top 10 team? It's going to be at the horseshoe. Indiana is ranked ninth. That is going to be a 12 o'clock game. So you got two top 10 teams going up against each other, Indiana and Ohio State. I'm looking forward to that. You also have Wisconsin going up against Northwestern. You got two top 25 teams in the Big Ten. You got Kentucky taking on Alabama. Alabama, of course, did not play last week 
due to COVID. Mississippi State going to take on the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens. Of course, Georgia ranked 13th is 4-2. They're trying to bounce back after that humiliating loss to the Florida Gators. And how are they going to handle the air raid offense of Mike Leach? and K.J. Costello, who was actually benched. We don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be for the Mississippi State Bulldogs, but an interesting slate in college football, and it's something to watch. If you look at the NFL, you got some pretty great games, starting with the Thursday night game. You got Arizona taking on Seattle. You got the Falcons taking on the Saints at the Superdome, and Drew Brees is not going to play. So who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints? Is it going to be Taysom Hill, or is it going to be Jameis Winston? Jameis has had success against the Falcons. We'll see what kind of game plan head coach Raheem Morris has for the Dirty Birds. A big game to the Tennessee Titans taking on the Baltimore Ravens. That is going to be a big game. Green Bay taking on Indianapolis. Of course, the Sunday night game is the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Raiders. And what does Andy Reid do after a bye? He usually wins. It looks like even though the Chiefs are playing on the road in Las Vegas, the Chiefs should be able to get that win. And they are favored by seven. A seven-point road favorite. That is pretty interesting. And the Monday night game, you got the Los Angeles Rams taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I got a dilemma in my fantasy league. I'm losing. I'm 3-7 and seven right now. And do I start Tom Brady? Do I continue to ride with Tom Brady, who gave me some good fantasy points last week, but I still lost thanks to DeAndre Hopkins, my other... The guy I was playing had DeAndre Hopkins on his team, and that's why I lost. I lost by four points. Every time I started Matt Ryan, he does not do well. And when I bench Tom Brady, Tom Brady does very well. So what I've decided to do is just ride with Tom Brady. I would love to start Matt Ryan. I think he could put up big numbers against the Saints. But that Saints defense is very tricky. They could possibly get to Matt Ryan, get some picks. Marshawn Lattimore, a great corner. You have Demario Davis, one of the best middle linebackers in the NFL. It is going to be tricky, so I do have a fantasy dilemma, but I'll work it out. It is going to be great. I'm glad that I actually can get to do this. I'm glad that I could do the show three times a week because I feel like I could have more content. When I was doing this show five days a week, I was running out of material, and who knows? I might go back to five days a week when the NBA season starts because many of you know I love basketball, and I could talk NBA all day. I do have some listeners that love the NBA as well. You got to tailor the show around your fan base. You got to know who is your fan base and who is listening to the show and what type of sports do they like. As you know, I don't talk NASCAR in this show. I don't talk tennis. I don't really talk hockey. The only time I mention hockey is when the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. But with college basketball coming up, I'll talk a little bit about college basketball. Locally here in West Georgia, you got a team on the other side of the river called the Auburn Tigers who went to the Final Four two years ago, and they are a very talented college basketball team, a very underrated basketball team, and they could have possibly went to the Final Four last year if the season wasn't canceled because of COVID. I'll talk Columbus State basketball. The Cougars looking for an outstanding 2020-2021 season, and hopefully Landry's Horton will come back and they can make another title run in the Peach Bell Conference. They made it all the way to the championship game last year, but fell short, and hopefully the Columbus State Cougars can bounce back, and so will the Lady Cougars. And I was disappointed 
disappointed that the Lady Cougars were supposed to come into my neighborhood for our Halloween party, and they could not make it because of rain, but that would have been some bulletin board material from a show, so I was really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to getting back to the local Columbus, Georgia market, talking about the Columbus River Dragons and the Cougars basketball teams, which you can watch on Cougar Sports TV, which you can find on YouTube. All right, that's it. That's my show. I want to thank all my listeners who have downloaded my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe to my Facebook channel, and I'm also on Parlor. I hope that you could join me for Friday's show as I make my football picks for week 11. Hope that everybody has a great day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.